0: This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Today is a special day. You know, we have royalty in the building. Let me welcome Olympic hammer-throwing expert extraordinaire, the queen, the diva, the one and only Gwen Berry. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs>
1: Thank you, thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> you are smiling. You're smiling. Um, before we we gonna get into the hammer throw, because I, you know, as a track and field event, you know, um, you you're mastering it right now, but yes. you're making headlines <laughs> for for doing to me what is very American, which is challenging uh, America to be better which is saying I'm not standing for something as long as y'all are, you know, sitting down for injustice. Talk about what you, from George Foreman to, I mean, everybody and their mother, they're digging up old tweets that you made like 20 years ago. You've been <laughs> 20.
1: So um, how are you handling all of this pressure right now? Um, I feel like it's not, too much pressure because you know I've done this before. So in 2019, when I first protested at the Pan American Games, um, it was the same thing. It was the same thing, but the only difference now is it's the Olympic year, and I made the Olympic team for the second time. So I feel like it's bigger. Um, there's more attention put on you know social injustice or protesting of any kind. So I feel like that's kind of why it's become bigger this year. So it's not really pressure because i know who my family is i know who my support system is and i know i probably won't get threatened personally like face to face but um yeah i'm handling it okay it won't it won't deter me you know i still have a mission and a goal so you're you're from missouri you
0: know the, the, the place where i first um came involved in this when michael brown in 2014 august of 2014 was left to lay in the street like a dog uh, for several hours as a police officer gunned him down, like a dog in the street. What was your entry point to saying, what is actually happening in this country and enough is enough?
1: Um, I feel like I've had so many instances, but I think Michael Brown hit me really, really, really hard.
0: Only because
1: you know I, I grew up right around the corner, like the main house where I grew up was right around the corner um as kids me and my cousins my uncles we walked to the same clip trip that they burned down so it, that that hit me really really hard it was too close to home so I, I felt it then I felt the tension I felt the sorrow the sadness the disbelief when I protested on the streets in Ferguson and that touched home and I could never forget the feeling
0: so what, what do you say to, to people what do you say to Americans who can't quite I mean they're conflating when Colin Kaepernick took the knee Oh, he's, he's doing our troops and he's unpatriotic. You know, they, they just did the same thing to you, you know, first with the black fist, but before you, there was John Carlos and Tommy Smith and they had their careers ruined because they made a stand. I mean, you think about that was 40 years ago. We're still dealing with almost 50 years ago. We're still dealing with the same stuff that we were dealing with back then. Not much has changed. And we had George Floyd last summer. What what are people getting?
1: I feel like people aren't getting the fact that nothing has changed. Like you know, America is so used to hiding its problems, right? Like a like a stepchild or sweeping issues under the rug that they don't want to face. the The fact is, the foundation of this nation was built on captivity. It was built on, uh, you know, the slaying of the Native Americans who were here before them. So it's just like, it's the root, the, the, the tradition of America is, is horrible. It's tragic. So instead of not taking accountability for that history, owning it and doing what's right to change things, America just wants to sweep it under the rug. Oh, it was the past. Oh, it doesn't affect us now. Times are changing the world, the same is changing, is. America doesn't want to take accountability for everything that is done to its people here that helped build America. It's it's ridiculous.
0: So how do you reconcile representing America? So, so for, for black people, people don't understand there's a level of schizophrenia that goes with, we are Americans. We are here. Uh, you know, I'm five generations in, I know you're several generations in my ancestors built this country. I ain't going to a damn place unless I feel like it. I'm an American right. at the same time. You are going to be going to Tokyo to represent this
1: nation, right? Right. Under that flag. How, how do you reconcile with that? Um, you know, it's always uncomfortable. I've made numerous teams over, the, over my entire career, and it's just always an uncomfortable thing. But um, I, I can do it, and I reconcile with it, and I stay steadfast in it because I know who I'm representing. I'm not representing a country. I'm not representing America. I'm representing more than that. I'm representing a culture, a people, a tradition, a history, a soul. Like that's what I'm bringing to the table. And so when I go in to compete, I just so happen to have USA on my chest. It, it, it's really not about that. It's about who I am and the people that I want to stand for.
0: Mm. All right. Let's get to the hammer throw. All right. So, so you, you're just an athlete. Um, not just an athlete, I'm saying that you're, you play basketball, you, you yeah. You, like, you can do all of the things, Gwen Berry, yes. do all of the things. <laughs> Why did you land on a hammer throw?
1: And please tell us what the hell, did, what is the process of hammer? <laughs> so it's a funny story. Um, I never did. I never was a thrower ever in my life before I went to college. And so um, I went to college, I was recruited for track and field but I was recruited for the triple jump and like the high jump, just multiple events. So during multiple events, um, they have the heptathlon, line, which is you do like seven events, you know, you get scored, whoever has the highest points wins.
0: So that's one of the events- That's the event that Jackie joined a Kersey. That yes.
1: Jackie joined a yes. Kersey. Great. Yes, right. So she did that. I did that. That's what I was recruited to college to do. So in that event, of course, you have the shot put. So because I had to throw the shot put, I trained with the throwers and the coach at the time, he was just like, oh, you remind me of a girl that used to throw. You should try it. You should try it. Just try it just one time. And I was just like, no, I'm not big enough. I'm not strong enough. I really don't want to do it. So he convinced the coach that recruited me and the coach that recruited me convinced my high school coach. So everybody was just trying to convince me to do this event. So I tried it, and after three months, I literally almost made the junior Olympic team. It was three months of throwing it. So I was just like, "All right, well, I guess I'm just I'll just see what happens." And I got really, really good at it quite fast. Uh,
0: yeah, the, uh, you hold the record. Uh, I read that somewhere. You, you
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> you got really you so good. You're the best in the world. <laughs> right. How, how are you, how, what do you, what's the training for that? Like, I understand how you train for sprints. I understand, you know, what you need to do for the high jump and all. What, what's the training process to be able to throw a hammer and and it's a hammer like Thor,
1: like, right. <laughs> and you have to throw it on a field as far as you can. Right. Oh, uh, the training is, it's, it's pretty tricky. I feel like ham- the hammer throw and the, um, the pole vault those are the, the hardest events in track and field because you're dealing with an object that's away from your body. So, you know, you do some lifting, you do a lot of abs, you know, band work, contralateral work, you know, just getting your abs and your core strong. Um, but a lot of throwing, a lot of feeling, a lot of technical mastery, you know, it's just repetition, honestly, repetition.
0: Okay. So as you, as you, uh, are you nervous about going to Tokyo? Are You nervous about you know, getting on that airplane going going over to, the, to to Tokyo with the variant, the COVID variant. Like, how are they protecting the athletes?
1: Um, so I'm excited actually to go to Tokyo because Japan is one of my favorite places. So for hammer throw, we usually go over there once a year, like every year for a competition. So I am excited to go back there. I have a lot of friends there. I like to call them family there. So, um, yeah, the Japanese people have always been really good to me, really nice to me. As far as COVID, I think the Japanese government is doing the best that they can to make sure that the athletes are safe. Um, I feel like they're pulling a lot of strings. They are on the clock, on the watch, making sure that if you don't test negative for COVID, you can't even get on the plane to go to Tokyo. So the measures that they're taking, I think, are really, really, really safe. And um, I'm sure they wouldn't have the game if it wasn't a hundred percent sure that it could go on and be a success.
0: We're talking with Ms. MZ Barry throws on the Twitter. You can follow her and uh, she's very vocal on the Twitter sphere. Uh, as, as these things are coming back as well. Like, I, I just want to give you an opportunity on this platform to say whatever you need to say. Um, you know, they are, I think going to Lynch, you even said that you think they set, set you up playing a national anthem because they didn't have to play the national anthem. It was an Olympic trial. Wasn't, it wasn't the Olympic Games.
1: Absolutely. And at the Olympic trials, they did not play that national anthem for any other event group on the podium. Just the women's hammer throw. So, so why do that?
0: To show you, show you up or to put you in a negative light. So you still, you still are going to be representing this country. Why do that?
1: Um, I feel like, of course, the media did it for ratings, right? So not enough people are talking about the Olympic Games. They've invested so much money and all of this media, social media, um, TV broadcasting. It's a lot of money that comes, goes into this. So because a lot of people aren't talking about it because, everybody in the world cannot go to the Olympic Games, I feel like it's something that's not as hype as you know, the, the, the powers that be, want it to be. So, of course, they've done their research, they looked me up, and I was probably a target, right? Once Gwendolyn Berry makes the team, as soon as she get on that podium, somebody press that button. <laughs> Say, I'm sure they got a raise. I'm sure they got a raise. They did not play the national anthem for any other event group. That is one. Two, they made sure that all the event groups were just introduced to the, to the field, to the, to the crowd, and then that was it. That was their moment. They ensured that. That's what they wanted. Number three, when I was turning every which way, very uncomfortable on the podium, how was it so that on the side of the field where nobody was sitting, literally nobody was on this side of the field, that's how much money they lost uh, putting on these trials, right? Daddy Sports was right there. They captured everything perfectly. They had the perfect position where I was standing on the podium. So, of course, let's bring controversy. They knew how I would respond. So, why not? That's their job, right?
0: It's a the, setup. It's a setup. <laughs> I was thinking, though, Gwen, that it works in your favor because all eyes are going to be on you. Oh, for sure. For
1: sure. And guess what? All eyes are on me. And guess what I'm going to say? Help my black people. Help my black communities. If you want to pay attention to me, then you're gonna to have to pay attention to my
0: people too. If I if I if I were to give you a magic wand and you could fix, you know, ask this question of people all the time because you know, I'm tired, you know. At some point, the 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 marching, the protesting, the you know, the outrage. It was global outrage last year. Everywhere from New Zealand to Great Britain, uh, everyone in the, in the world were in solidarity with what needed to happen. Right. Sure, we got rid of a president, but the week that George Floyd's murderer was sentenced, they killed another Black man, unarmed. If I were to give you a magic wand and you could fix one thing, where
1: would you start? White supremacy, it would be none. It would be none because it infects affects the entire world. Because one person or one group or one color wants to be supreme so bad, it kills everybody. White supremacy, I will put an end to it. Then maybe everybody can have a piece of the pie. White supremacy ensures that only that supreme has the highest piece of the pie. Okay. That's where I
0: will start. I'm, y'all get her magic wand, somebody, please. As, <laughs> as, as, <laughs> witches and warlocks out there. Gwen Berry is here. Let me let me ask you, um, the, another track and field, Sisters, in the news, of course, I'm talking about Shakari Richardson. Um, it, it is a struggle for a lot of us uh, who wanted to see her run, you know, the heir apparent to Flo Joes, you know, the... that you know she was so dynamic and kinetic and she had all of the things you know at the same time you know some would say rules are rules and she as a as a woman stood up and admitted and you know it's like i loved how she handled it it was very mature your thoughts on that i think she's going to end up in tokyo running in in a relay
1: i think so for sure i would hope to see her in tokyo Um, I would first start by saying that I stand with Sha'Carri because she was triggered. Yes. Rules are rules. Yes. You know what to do as a professional athlete going into the Olympic trials. Yes. You know, we are drug tested. Yes, 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 yes. We can say that all day long, but guess what? Everybody breaks or bends the rules. That's number one. Number two, Why was it so that this reporter was allowed to trigger and target that young lady for no reason, knowing that what she had to do? Olympic trials is the hardest track and field event every year because the Olympic, well Team USA or America, we have so much talent. It is so hard for three people out of the whole country to make a team. Why was that a reporter allowed to do that? And why did nobody take up for her right then and there? Snatch that reporter out of there and walk her on out into her. It's over with.
0: These, no, this yeah. interview is yeah. over with. We saw this year Naomi Osaka pull out of a couple of events uh, because she refused to sit with the media. And I feel like we're in an inflection point where for sure. people, athletes, celebrities, they don't need media anymore. They can talk directly to the people. They don't need, a, a, a you know, somebody, to, a go-between to, to get right. your story. You can tell your own story. You got followers on Twitter. Anything you want to say, Gwen Berry, you can say it, anything. Shakira wants to say she can say it, anything Naomi or Simone Biles wants to say. They can say it directly to the people who they're connected with anyway. Do you think we're in a, in a flux or in a, in a period where there's a shift away from, and I'm not saying all sports journalists, but that kind of got you. This man or woman, I don't know who t- told her her mother, her birth mother had died and she didn't know and they knew she didn't know. And exactly. Why would you deliver that kind of information on the precipice of this young lady going, running the race of her life? Exactly.
1: It's That's an attack. That's an attack. I would have felt personally attacked. It is no, it is, it's the, it's morals. You see, people love, and this world love and white supremacy and these major corporations, they love racing. They love money. So what do you do? You trigger and you target a black, young black kid who is literally taking care of her family, who is literally performing in front of the world, who has a target on her back and has to try 10 times as hard to get to where she was. Why is it that embarrassing her is more important than just her. Yeah. They had no respect for that kid, for that baby in that moment. That is, just, They value money over respect and that's the first problem. So what you think she gonna do? It's organ, weed is legal. What you think that baby gonna do?
0: Self-medicate.
1: That was an attack and that was wrong. And just because of that, she should be cleared. But, that was a blatant attack.
0: Should, should, the, should the Olympic Committee look like the NBA, the Major League Baseball and other sports leagues to legalize, to make marijuana okay? Because it's legal in most states, in most countries, it's legal. It is a herb that grows out of the ground. I'm not advocating for people to go out and just, you know, edibles and cannabis, woo. But it just seems crazy. She could have taken a fifth of vodka. She could have, you know, drank herself into oblivion and that
1: would have been okay. Exactly. Exactly. But this country is projected, or maybe, I don't know if it's this country, or worldwide, I forgot. But it's, it's projected 70 billion, cannabis is projected to raise, or revenue, $70 billion within the next few years. 70 billion. 70 billion? That can make a little 70 billion, but us athletes still have to follow these strict bylaws. It's ridiculous. But, and like you said, other things are okay. Opioid is, is okay. The medicine that we get prescribed from the doctor, all that's cool. The depression medicine, all that's cool, that's okay. But something natural, a herb, a natural herb, that's not okay. Man, it's ridiculous. All
0: right. So Winberry, you're gonna be uh, representing us. I I'm I cannot wait. I was not paying attention to the hammer throw, let me just say, honestly, until, <laughs> until you came into the space. So thank you. As I look at your chest, you have puma on it. Nike stood yes. carry. Nike stood by. How do you think about? And I think this is another thing where now the NCAA athletes, college athletes can go make money.
1: Oh my goodness. Would that have been a game changer for you? Definitely. I think it would have definitely been a game changer for me because um, I feel like I do bring attention to my event. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't know what Hammer Throne was if it wasn't for me, you know, Deanna, um, and probably Brooke, too. Janae, like, you know, the, just the younger, the younger athletes coming up in the game. So, yeah, I would have loved to get paid for everything that I did and brought to the school and college, for sure. Are you worried about Puma um,
0: or your, your sponsors because of your stance? with the? How are, they, how are they responding to you and your stance with the National Anthem?
1: Um, Right now, of course, Color of Change is 100% behind me, 100% backing me. Um, As far as Puma and New York AC, you know, they heard my side of the story, and um, our relationship is okay right now, but you never know.
0: I better stick with her. We got social media
1: now. (laughs) We got social
0: media, and we spend money. You know, that's the other thing. Disproportionately, our dollars bolster these companies when you talk about the billions of dollars that these companies make, which is why Nike didn't just make a political decision, they made a financial decision. For sure. Smart, a smart one, smart one. For sure. All right. Uh, to help us, help us cheer you on. What do you need, Winberry, to, to make, you know, <laughs> make this Olympic situation
1: smooth for you? How do we support you? How do we love on you? Tell us. Um, if anything, support me out loud. I've been getting a lot of death threats, of course. I've been getting getting calls. People have been mailing me crazy letters and notes and all of that stuff. So if anything, just support me out loud. You know, follow my my social media, MZ Miss Barry Throws. Um, and you know, buy a shirt, you know, go to my website, www.gwenberry.org, buy an activist athlete t-shirt, just support me out loud. Like, you know, I, I'm not afraid. You know, I'm gonna do what I have to do to protect myself, but you know, it's been a lot for sure. I'm hated for no reason.
0: Well, no, there's a reason. Um, power never gives up power without a fight. You threaten the power structure. That's a problem. Ooh, so I'm gonna encourage you to keep talking and keep doing what you do, and we will step up in the gap and make sure that you are wrapped and supported and loved on because that work is, is very um lonely. You know, it is very lonely to step out in front of something. Most people aren't willing to do it, but we'll jump on a bandwagon. So I just want to thank you. (laughs) You You know, you know how we do. Uh, I want to just say (laughs) thank you. Thank you for your courage and for being out front um, and uh, win that gold and set another record and make it impossible for them to, to shut you down. Gwen Berry, I appreciate you being here today.
1: Thank you so much.